think we're ready. Welcome to the Late Tonight Show, starring Pete Sheriff. Our very special guest, Pat Sharp. And we take your phone calls live on air. And now, live from Solihull, just outside Birmingham, just off the A45, please welcome your host, Pete Sheriff. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, uh, in flashback radio land. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, we're here. This is the Late Tonight Show. My name's Pete Sheriff. I'm the host, and uh, we've got a very special guest coming up in just a few minutes' time. Mr. Pat Sharp will be joining us on the line. If you can get anywhere near a computer where you have a screen, all you need to do is log on to flashbackradio.co.uk go to the live page and you'll be able to watch the video that'll be streaming there as well and i'm hoping if the stream from mixcloud has been paused that means that our feed can go through and means that you'll be able to see us on mixcloud as well so we can see us everywhere youtube facebook twitch and the facebook the flashback radio website and everywhere else so what's happening in the world well it's not getting any better is it it's not getting any better but we have a ray of sunshine on the line that's going to join us very very soon in a few minutes time if you'd like to call in by the way especially for the uh, the people who've just joined us it's 0121 uh on the, if you're in the uk obviously 0121 318 eight six eight eight that gets you through to me here in the studio and you may get your chance to ask pat sharp a question so if you want to get involved in the show you're more than welcome uh, i'm gonna have to turn you up a little bit in my ear because i can't quite make out what you're saying so um what else we got yes oh i tell you what we have got we got some very amusing very amusing videos so everybody knows the the election the uh, election is next week trump is doing his thing next week uh, against joe biden and we've been scouring the internet the producer and i looking for some amusing things amazingly you can't find anything amusing about joe biden I don't know what that says, but you can find many things about Donald Trump. And here's just one. Hold on to your pants for this one. Mr. Trump, thanks for sitting down with me. You've just defeated 57 candidates for the Republican nomination, yet there are those who say they will never vote for you. How do you plan on unifying the party? I see. That's interesting. Now let's talk about Twitter. How many interviews have you done in which you had to talk about Twitter. Add one for this one. Last year, some controversial photos appeared of your son holding the severed tail of an elephant he killed on safari. Now, we know that you sent him- Random, 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 random. There is more. Oh, I've got to be told I need to roll the ticker for the telephone number. Here we go, let's see, is this the one? Yes. So there's the telephone number. In fact, that's wrong. <laughs> that number's not right. It's That says 308, is that right? Oh no, that's the other thing. I right, will fix that. We'll fix that in post, as they say. <laughs> oh man, I'll fix that in a second. Don't panic, everybody. I've got another Trump thing here. Uh, here he's playing the accordion. I'm fighting very hard for border security, so important. I've already started building the wall. We built large sections and we're fixing up a lot of other sections. 
that are a mess. So you have ports of entry, and we have great security at the ports of entry. And then you may have fencing or walls up and down, left and right, east and west. But I'll bet you as much food as we have. Who makes those? Who is it that makes those? Because I want some of that going on. Oh, that's brilliant. Okay, it's time for our guest, ladies and gentlemen. He is possibly... He is possibly the nicest man in show business. Between, it's a toss-up for me between this guy and Chesney Hawks. They are both very, very nice men. However, only one of them has a video that starts his show like this. Ready, steady. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention, please. Your attention, please. Patchup is in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, give a big round of applause, Mr. Funhouse himself, Mr. Pat Sharp. How are you, Pat? Are you well, sir? Well, thank you, Pete. Yeah, that was uh, that was interesting to see. That it was a bit like same for you, really, a past life, wasn't it? Seeing all those uh, people <laughs> having fun at live gigs, you know. Absolutely, you don't get that anymore. I, I kind of get it, but they're all sat down and everybody looks like they just want to eat their chicken and not listen to me playing ABBA. <laughs> So, Pat, you're here. Thank you so much for being on the show. Really appreciate it. It's uh, it's a pleasure to have you here. Well, thank you for having me, Pete. It's uh, it's good to uh, flash back, and that's what I often do, really, pretty much with, with my career. I'm always kind of associated with nostalgia and things from the past, and so flashing back with you seems the, uh, the perfect place to spend a Wednesday evening for a half an hour or so. Thank you so. Thank you so much. So... Um, it's all happening with you. You've got uh, one thing I know about you 
is you enjoy you you're a little bit like me and i think that's why we get on because you enjoy the job don't you, you, you when i see you at gigs you just go nuts yeah i mean i'm quite lucky actually many gigs i play live sets when we used to do them and hopefully we will do again are often with you and you've been uh, on before me or after me sometimes you're warming up for me sometimes i'm warming up for you but either way, uh, we, we both like to party and make sure that the crowd has a good time. And we're very exuberant in what we do, aren't we? So I think that's important, you know, even if you're, you're cracking on a bit, you know, I'm going to be 60 next year, but I still have my, my, best, uh, my best shot at getting up and bouncing around for an hour or so, even if I have to have a major sit down afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> where, where did it all start for you? Well, what was, uh, for me, it was mobile discos, but for you, where Thanks. was the the same yeah yeah i mean i had a mobile disco i always wanted to do that and so a friend of mine uh, and myself created one we called it hit connection but our business cards spelt connection c-o-n-n-e-x-i-o-n because we thought that would be trendy and cool and we used to go around and post them through people's letterbox and i remember somebody phoned us up and we thought oh my god we're gonna get a booking this is amazing and they phoned us up to tell us that we spelled connection wrong <laughs> 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 what what was your first um what was your first radio experience because obviously we'll come on to a little bit later to the more current stuff but where did it where did the radio start for you well here's the thing it started for me in a place where it's never started for anybody else and probably never will right place right time i sat in for steve Wright in the afternoon on radio one that was my first show <laughs> How, how, you weren't just walking down the street and they went, you, come here. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, as I said, I, I had a right place, right time moment. I had a manager who got me into that position, an agent who got my tape, my demo tape in front of the then boss of Radio 1, a guy called Derek Chinnery. And um, he said, no, let's give this guy a shot. Yeah, he sounds good. Let's put him on for a week covering Steve. Okay. I'll give it a go. And the thing, thing is, for those people who are who are too young or nodded off during that uh, time period, that show was massive, wasn't it? It was humongous. It, it's similar to his show now, really. You know, he still does Steve right in the afternoon. He's doing it on Radio 2 instead of Radio 1. Probably not with quite such a big audience because there's so many other radio stations around. But in those days, in 1982, that was September 82, that, mm. was, an, that was an audience on a show like that probably of, I don't know, maybe 14, 15 million people, perhaps. Yeah, well, see, I mean, what, what now, if you think of that, that, you know, 14, 15 million people are listening, so one show, well, that, that, well, someone would beg for that kind of audience now, wouldn't they? Well, Saturday Night TV would beg for the kind of audiences that, uh, that Funhouse got on a Friday afternoon back in the day. So it's all relevant, isn't it? The fact is there's just so much more media, so much more ways of getting your fix of music or news or whatever you want. And mobile phones and the internet have made a huge difference. I mean, you and I wouldn't have been able to sit and have a chat like this and see each other, obviously, and talk to each other and let other people hear us, uh, even on a station like Flashback Radio, unless it was a pirate station back in the day, because it wouldn't have been allowed a a license and um, there wouldn't have been uh, the, the the video you know that we have now that we're on live streaming as well so everything is totally different and now you get an audience of like 27 people people go yes 
I've got an audience. <laughs> Hooray. I'll take it. So, okay. So you you sit there in the chair and and my limited compared to your uh, uh, buttons and and faders and various other things and you go okay I'm, I'm i'm about to i'm about to go live to the nation what's going through your head <laughs> well to be honest with you i was kind of scared i was 20 years old and i'd never been on the radio i didn't have any experience but i knew that i wanted to be on the radio so i gave it my best shot and you know fired off a jingle fired off a song and then after the first song i had to speak and i sort of went made sure my mouth wasn't too dry and opened my mouth and spoke and got out the first sort of sentence just before I ran out of breath and managed to say like that and, and did it. So you just go for it. I mean, you know, I wasn't very good and it wasn't the right place to, to make a start, but, you know, I was acceptable and okay. And so, yeah, you know, I gave, I gave it a go and uh, 38 years later, I'm still doing all right and on Greatest Hits Radio, so I'm very lucky and and uh, grateful that you know I'm still on a, a big station that can be heard across the country, and, and indeed, like like the stuff you're doing in other places, you know, people pick up radio stations and um, stuff like this with streaming, you know, anywhere, can't they? So there'll be probably people who who tune into your shows uh, certainly online from abroad. I'm sure you get that quite often. Yeah, Brazil is one of ours. <laughs> we, we, yeah. Well, well, you know why Brazil's one of yours because they're nuts. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Way. So, um, where am I? Right. Okay. So, I've got many questions. I've got many questions. I'm going to come on to your book uh, in a few minutes because that's something that I. Uh, there it is. There it is. The copy that I haven't got. There you go. Look at that. <laughs> Rerun the fun. We'll talk about that in just a second because it, there, there's, um, from what I'm told, there is some fantastic bits in there. I want to I'll pick you up on a few in just a second. But uh, we've talked about radio. Talk to me about Top of the Pops. Did that come with um, the, 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 the Radio 1 thing? Or was that, were you shoehorned into that? Um, or were the, the two come together, I'll take it? Yeah, back in those days, they did come together. The only presenters of Top of the Pops through the 80s and part of the 90s were Radio 1 DJs. And they started to spread it out and put on people from children's television and stuff, people who were in the broom cupboard and people like that. So they started to spread it out and um, make other presenters come on. So that's fair enough, and so it should have been. But in the old days, it really was only a Radio 1 DJ who would get that job, and they would be used, you know, every two weeks or every three weeks or every six weeks, depending on whether the producers wanted uh, that person, or, you know, to host the show. So, yeah, I got to do it a number of times. And I'm, I'm quite lucky because I'm quite unique as well because I'm one of the few people who's both presented Top of the Pops and sung on it because of the Pat and Mick records that we had out in the 80s and 90s that were hits. So I ended up uh, uh, performing Sweet. on it as a presenter in the uh, early 80s and then as a singer in the late 80s and early 90s. And then I was also a co-presenter on the last ever edition with about five or six other Radio 1 guys uh, and other presenters, actually, for that matter, in 2006. So I've, I've had a good, a good run with some... Uh, with some elongated gaps in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> when you left Radio One, and um, did you go straight to Capital, or because in them days Capital was just London, wasn't it? It was. It wasn't uh, the the mammoth monster that it is we know today. It was. Uh, yeah. It was purely London based. Did you go straight there, or was did you do other things, or? 
No, I didn't. I went to other places. I mean, I'd done a couple of weeks at Radio Luxembourg after my Radio 1 show covering Steve. And I went out to Luxembourg in two weeks there. And then I got invited to come back to Radio 1 for a full-time job for a show of my own on a Sunday morning. And I joined with Gary Davis and Janice Long. And I work with Janice now. I hand over to her every Saturday on Greatest Hit. So it's, it's nice that I'm still with her. And, um, you know, we're still uh, on the same team, even though it's all these years later and we had a massive gap in between again. But no, I didn't go straight there. I went uh, to other local stations. I went to work for a station called Radio Mercury, which is in Surrey and Sussex. Then I went to Chilton Radio, uh, both of which have now turned into hearts, I think. And then after that, I got the job on Capital in 87. So I was I was a good five years after Radio One before I got my job on Capital. Exactly five years. So it was quite a quite a time of learning curves of doing local smaller radio stations, which was what I needed to do. It's what I should have done at the start, really, rather than being chucked straight into a national show. You know, you know, in between DLT and Peter Powell on a Monday afternoon, where I just went, I want to go and get these guys autographs, not hand over to them. You know. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bit like <clears throat> when I warm up for you at a Butlins gig. I remember the first, very first Butlins gig, and they said, You got Pat Sharp. And I was like, Come again. And, then, <laughs> and normally, you kind of, at Butlins, when you see that there was a little bit on that video there of Butlins, and you, I'm on, then I hand over to an act whoever it may be, the Tony Adleys of the world or wherever. And that's it. That's my, normally my uh, connection with whoever's on is a kind of tip that off the hat to whoever and off you go. However, when I was working with you the very first time, it was the first time I'd done a DJ handover in a Butlin situation. And I was a bit, no, I've got to say, I was, a, I was quite nervous because I was like, it's patch up. What we're gonna do? And what is that? And because then you kind of appeared behind me, uh, and and you got a, you got a man avenue that just makes sure everything's okay. And then he does one, and you come on, and uh, and I remember introducing you the first time, and you were you were so grateful, um, and I, and that's always stuck with me because I always appreciate that because you were you said thanks, Pete, you know, and bang off you went. You played your intro, and you were like a freight train. Just and I remember standing at the edge of the stage for like forty minutes, like this, going. I thought I was energetic. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very, very kind of you to say so. And you know, I think it's very important that whatever you do in life, you know, it's nice to be important, but more important to be nice. And equally, why wouldn't you appreciate someone who's warming up for you, or indeed taking over after you? You know, you're all playing the same job, aren't you? And if you're not, then you're in the wrong team. You know, so it's it's important to just. Uh, get on with people and then treat people the way that you would like to be treated. So that's yeah. my philosophy. You know, if you want to be treated like a dick then treat people like dicks and you won't have a problem. <laughs> oh, there's, but, uh, as you, I'm sure, you know, in our industry, there are so many, uh, there's <laughs> so many dicks. Well, there you are. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and that is all we'll say about that. Uh, so, <laughs> so, the book then uh there yeah. is, there is so much that um i need to scroll down on my script here because i've got some questions uh let's see greg james off of the radio one he said he had no idea pat sharp would be pat sharp's life would be so hilarious uh and strongly suspected he didn't either that, that i think is one of the quotes of the year well, i think that's that's nish, that's nish kumar's quote actually not greg james is it really? uh, oh okay nish, yeah that's that's nish from the mash report and um greg's one was a must read if you like funny things oh if and, you like uh, okay. 
Okay. Yeah, we've uh, got Paul Sinar from The Chase. He's he's given a quote, and Rick Edwards and various people have. But you know what? It's been really well received, and it's not even out for another week. So we're out a week tomorrow on November the 5th. Um, and the pre orders are great on it. And uh, um, it just had two pages in The Guardian yesterday, and we're going on this morning to promote it on Monday. And then. Uh, Various other we're going on Steve Wright. There we are. I'm going to back to my roots. I'm going to go on Steve Wright's show. Back. <clears throat> yeah, 38 years later. <clears throat> I've got an overlay. There we go. There's a Pat Sharp overlay then. There's one of them available November the 5th. There you go. Look, there there you go. One of them. Well, I'm sure those overlays work really well on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what else have we got? So, come on. Tell me about, about the book and what led you to want to do this? Because uh, DJs, some DJs, I know there's a few DJ books about, um, uh, you know, there's ones telling you how to be a DJ, there's ones telling you don't do, don't ever touch the industry with a barge pole, and there's other ones saying what a lovely time they've had. Yours, from what you've told me and from what I've kind of read, it's it's a, a bit of a spoof in parts. Is that is that right to say? I would say it's 100% spoof all the way through. It's based on an untrue story, which is made very clear on the front cover. And that is the facts. And uh, the reason it's based on an untrue story is although it follows the timeline of my career, and there are things that, that people might recognize if they know what I've done, like Funhouse and Capital and uh, various other bits and bobs, uh, going in the jungle, etc., etc., then these all get a mention. And so do a lot of my contemporaries who I've met and worked with over the years. However, the stories that you read might make you go, really? What? Did he? Could he? For example, you know, I was backstage at the Brits, and I have been backstage at the Brits many times. But was I the person that convinced Jerry Halliwell to wear the Union Jack dress at the very last minute and um, go on in that dress? Was I the person who broke up a fight at a party between Damon Alban from Blur and Liam Gallagher from Oasis? Was I the person who... You know, helped David Hasselhoff climb up to the top of the Berlin Wall just before they pulled it down so that he could sing a song. You know, I mean, according to the book, I was, but a lot of my memories of the 80s and 90s were obviously lost in a mist and haze of my hairspray. So, you know, who knows? <laughs> oh, somebody emailed me today and asked me to ask you what hair products you used when you had the whole, uh, you know, mullet going on. Mm. <laughs> Uh, well, maybe if I can slip it in. If he mentions hair, I'll do it. Yeah, you can mention hair any time. I mean, there, there's uh, there's a whole section on on uh, on hair in the uh, in the book. In fact, if you go to the uh, index of the book, it's quite fun because you know indexes can be a bit long and laborious. Well, the index for my book is as follows. And uh, for those of you listening on the radio, it simply says. <laughs> Mullet V, pages 1 to 219. And then afterwards, there's just a lot of blank pages. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of mullet action going on in there. Uh, hair products, I haven't used a lot in my hair, though. I probably use more nowadays, actually, I think. Use a little bit of, um, what do you use? Uh, it's just like a, a tub of stuff from my hairdressers. So I don't know what it is. They're called Menspire. So it's their, whatever you call it, moose. Something, you know, I put a bit in my hair and uh, I've got a bit of hair and uh, I've got more hair than Pete has anyway. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So whatever. It doesn't matter whether you are follically challenged 
or whether you still have hair. At the end of the day, we all like to uh, just make ourselves the way we are, the best we can appear each day. And uh, me and Pete at the moment on Flashback Radio have the perfect faces for that. Phallically challenged, I like that. (laughs) No, not phallically, follically. (laughs) Don't say phallically. (laughs) I think you'll find phallically challenged. Phallically challenged is something a bit different, Pete, but we are online, so you'll probably get away with that. But... uh... (laughs) You clip if I ever saw one there, mate. Uh, we're getting some that's love that's on great the. Uh, line, Pete. I love that line. I'm gonna have to put that on my Twitter tonight. I was asked if I was phallically challenged. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting some love on the old Facebook here. I can put some of these up on screen. Let's have a look. Uh, I believe you're see. operating all the, uh, all the things on the screen as well as doing the interview. It's amazing. You're multi talented. I, I am multitasking uh, yes oh it is an interesting one because we're on the air jason donahue asks did you shag the twins yeah moving on thank you jason well, you get that quite a lot that's a lot of you know people's questions to me it has been ever since i did uni geeks so you know i, I normally just say yes and their mother keeps people quiet but uh the answer <laughs> is technically no because no. they remain good oh. friends of mine and uh, they get lots of mentions in the book uh, along the lines of that kind of thing. So grab the book, Jason, and you'll get to see the uh, the truth that's based on untruths. <laughs> uh, a good friend of mine who's a comedian, he's, uh, he, he says, you're a lovely bloke. This is Ryan Goff. Hello, Ryan. Thank you. Hello, Ryan. Much. How you doing, mate? I'm not sure who he thinks is a lovely bloke, whether it's you or me. Uh, no, it's not me. Definitely, I went to school. I used to sit next to him in uh, remedial maths, mate. So it was definitely not oh. me. Well, it might be. <laughs> Hello, Ryan. Nice of you to uh, to be listening and or watching, depending on which one you're doing at the moment. And I hope you're not phallically challenged like me and Pete. <laughs> uh, I wanted to t- talk to you about these f- the fun house because the age that I am, I kind of missed it. And, and you and I have never discussed this before, but I I, I was, I don't know whether I was too old or chasing girls or whatever the hell I was doing while you were on telly, uh, but I, I've i never seen this particular clip I'm about to show until now. Um, I saw it yesterday afternoon. I was like, oh man, them trousers are killer. So take a look at this. It's Wacky contest, messy games, the fun car Grand Prix race, and a crazy chase to win lots of prizes. Now here's the guy that puts the fun in fun house, Patchup! Hey all, welcome along to the weekend. It all starts here on the fun house, and I'm Pat Sharp, and I'm gonna make your house such a fun house. We got those were amazing. Was that episode one, Pat? Do you know, I don't know if it was. It might have been. I can't really remember when that was. I mean, it, it was all brightly coloured and wacky trousers and motocross-type clothing. So, you know, it could have been any time in the, in the late 80s or all through the 90s and into year 2000, which is when it stopped. So it's, it ran over three decades in total, the end of the 80s, beginning of the noughties, 
and uh, all of the 90s. Well, I could find, um, while I was searching, I could find up to season nine. <laughs> now, if you remember watching that, what we just watched, now watch this, because this is Pat nine years later. Oh, no, hang on. That's not the one I want to play. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the one I want to play. I've, I've lost it. It's gone. Oh, oh well, oh, it's no. gone. Uh, oh. well, it doesn't matter. It's fine. You've got a very short well, haircut. How, how about this, anyway. this is Pat? 30 years later, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I've got one more clip. I've got one more clip, right? This is um, something you may or may not, but I've played a little bit of it there. You may or may not remember doing this. Uh, but I found this quite interesting. to you sky channel my swatch watch tells me it's 9 25 and we are live what a great show we got for you we're in amsterdam in the rembrandt's plane this is rembrandt i'm the plane one and what a great show as i said we got for you the heart of holland for your favorite music the best live acts and the opening of europe's largest discotheque it's that that's got to be the longest camera pan ever <laughs> the longest camera <laughs> yeah I, they, clearly, that was a Sky television in the early squareal days. Um, yeah. But what did they back up a, tr a, a truck full of swatch watches for you to say it's what or whatever it was? <laughs> you, you're 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 buffering a lot at your end. I'm not sure if I'm buffering, but you are definitely buffering. Cloudy. Yeah, you've been like you've been buffering the whole time. You're bufferingly challenged. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, you you're having some buffer problems at your end, but I think I got what you said. I mean, look, Sky Channel was the forerunner of the Sky Television in the eighties, and we were video jockeys on there. Myself and Gary Davis and Kid Jensen and Peter Powell and Tony Blackburn and uh, loads of others, and uh, we were in you know on television every day introducing pop videos before MTV in thirty million homes across. 25 different countries that you know i was in holland all the time in norway and denmark and germany and belgium and all over the world or certainly europe anyway um being a pan-european cable satellite channel the only places it was seen in the uk were swindon and milton Keynes, which had cable so they were newer towns so they were cabled up so they saw it um but that was a show that we did with uh, europe uh, when the final countdown was a massive hit and we had the Bee Gees on, and it was quite extraordinary. It was just, you know, opening the Escape nightclub in Amsterdam, which was a huge nightclub, uh, really big. And um, it was just, you know, heady days, really, mixing with a lot of the people who I still mix with now, as you do, you know, when we're doing our gigs. And mm -hmm. I'm introducing them at festivals or whatever and, and uh, doing, doing DJ sets before them or after them at places where you and I work and it's great that all these years on we're still meeting up even if it's only uh, you know in a field somewhere but there's still probably more people seeing them now than there were you know you get audiences of some of the Let's Rock festivals of 25,000 people which is a, a lot of people to come and see uh, a bunch of guys who you know basically had hits back in the day and, and aren't 
so mainstream today. Or yeah. Certainly, uh, you know, they, they still make new records, don't get me wrong, but they're just, they're not as popular uh, as they were, uh, much like myself. <laughs> so, I, the book is out November the 5th. and uh, Week tomorrow, yeah, week tomorrow week tomorrow so it's available on amazon and in all good bookshops and all that stuff and uh, we 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 mentioned earlier we were going to talk about the um we were gonna we were gonna do something but we decided not to do it uh but what you did say was um about the um uh, audible situation so if people wanted to hear it so um we may well tell you if you're lucky enough how you can get a, uh, a free listen to pat reading reciting his own book uh, a little later on we may tell you about that but i've got to say thank you so much to pat sharp for being my uh, guest on the show tonight thank you pat it's been a brilliant half an hour uh, and i'm uh, you know i said to you half an hour and half an hour it is so thank you so much for joining us thank you so much for being on the show pat sharp ladies and gentlemen thanks for me on pete thank you mate all the best and good luck no problem. you're very welcome thanks a lot pat Pete. There he goes, Mr. Pat Sharp, ladies and gentlemen. So there we have it. Now we're going to take a quick break and we're going to play a song uh, so the radio guys can do what they got to do on their end. Uh, and that will mean that uh, you guys get a, uh, get a little song while I'm out having a wee. <laughs> so uh, we'll be right back in a couple of seconds. Give me some directions to get to you, to get to you. Ain't gonna waste my time. I know that we ain't got connection. I think about you. You're on my mind, on my mind, on my mind. Yeah, I'm going out of my mind, out of my mind, out of my mind. Yeah, for you, my love. Tell me what to do, what to do I'm on my knees, yeah, I am begging you, begging you I'll break the rules if it will get me to, get me to, yeah
a legend old patch up that was good that i like that that was good now you see this is where i want um i want someone else to talk to because there's no one else here. it's just me it's me and it's, it's me and you guys my microphone's playing me up now that's better so uh anybody want to call in we've got about 20 just over 23 minutes to go so if you want to call in 0123 uh, no 318-8688 that's our number here uh, you'll get through to producer pete that's not me that's somebody else called pete and uh he will then patch you through here to the studio just so you don't go on the air and drop an f-bomb or something so we just check who you are first um next week next week's show we have Dennis Seaton. If you don't know who Dennis Seaton is, he is the lead singer of Musical Youth. So remember those guys, Dennis, come back with me, Apple Pie? Well, it's that Dennis. That Dennis. He's coming on the show next Wednesday night uh, from 8 o'clock, so make sure. And I think we're going to try. We're going to try and get him to sing something. If, if possible because he's great he does a whole stevie wonder thing he does his whole thing so we've got more and more guests coming so make sure you spread the word if you see the late tonight show anywhere uh, then please spread the word because the more people watching the better it's free and it's better than watching whatever the hell is on itv right now i think is it it is isn't it possibly Okay, have we got any callers? We got any callers? Go on, somebody be brave enough to ring up. Who's it going to be? Let's have a look at the Facebook comments and see what's going on here. Ah, let's get down the bottom here. Um, ah, let's call from Claire. Here we go. Uh, I agree with Ryan. He's a lovely bloke. I remember him, Magaluf. Okay, that's quite enough for that there. Thanks, Claire. <laughs> uh, what else have we got here? It's true. I'm reading the Facebook comments. Uh, there's loads here. Oh, we got some Twitch comments as well. There's, the Twitch is working. That's good. As Tove. Hello, Tove. You okay? Good. Uh, nice to have you on board. Uh, this is good. This. We, this is the first time we've really stretched the stretched the legs of the system because the radio station obviously Flashback Radio does what it does and it does it very well. But for us to branch out and to do other things we wanted to uh, do a talk show we wanted to do something that wasn't quite um uh, music based uh, in order to uh, well if i'm perfectly honest we're heading towards trying to get a dab license so in order to do that we need to show we can do everything <laughs> so uh, this is my attempt uh, yes so next week hello bob hello bob and joan down there by the coast bob and joan are, uh, are watching the show as well good evening um next week it's a bit of a weird one because obviously uh, we're on on wednesday night and then on um but tuesday it is tuesday isn't it pete <laughs> it is is it tuesday night tuesday night into wednesday morning it's obviously the u.s election now we talked on the air months ago about doing a live thing because we're all we kind of watch american politics here from afar and go <laughs> it's all going pear shaped but we thought we'd do a live show now there's no guarantee that either party will win on the night 
but we're going to do it anyway we're going to do a live show we're going to start about 11 o'clock we're going to broadcast everywhere so facebook twitter twitch on the radio we're going to do everything flashbackradio.co.uk we are going to go everywhere with it so if you'd like to watch the show just keep your eye we'll do it on the same stream as what we're doing this on uh it won't have the late tonight logo on it um it will just be a brick wall or something and be me and uh, and pete talking and pete is uh, the producer of the show and he's on the line here right now hello pete how are we doing you good uh, hopefully you can hear me because i'm sort of pressing as many buttons as you are at the moment I, I thought I'd try and catch you out and see whether you were, uh, you know, <laughs> looking at you your phone. You have to, get up, you have to get, get up very, very early to catch me out. But awesome this interview is, with Pat, by the way. He hasn't changed, has he, for like 30 years? He, he looks and sounds exactly the same. That that video that I played of him, I, I think it was episode one of Funhouse in like 1992 or something like that. Um, it, it's ridiculous because you... The man has as 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 aged um, uh, beautifully. I think is the right way of putting it, uh, and he really doesn't sound any different. Whereas my DJ voice and my presenting voice goes up and down all over, all over. The he consummate professional sounds beautiful, beautiful. Uh, this is uh, Pete yeah. Gibson, by the way, for those of you who were who just tuned in. And he is the presenter of The Time Machine on a Tuesday. And he also does the Pete Gibson show, obviously, on a Saturday. And he is super producer of my um, Wednesday night show. Now, Pete Gibson is also a, uh, a wonder tech whiz. And I have say, and I've said this to you before, but I've never said it out loud to anybody. But Pete single-handedly saved Flashback Radio because I've got to be honest, at Christmas, I was ready to chuck the thing in the pin and go, no, let's not do it. And then you and I started talking about something else, didn't we? We'd, we'd spoken many, many, many years ago uh, in the sort of 90s. Uh, and then we kind of um, hooked up again, didn't we? That's right. I was, I was kind of, I was, as many of the commenters on facebook probably were as well i was at one of your gigs at uh, right. the empire club at milton Keynes, which has long since turned into a supermarket as many of our clubs unfortunately have and uh, yeah i think it was in some facebook forum about some dj controller or other and uh, we got chatting from there and that's that's where it all come from and then and hopefully we'll be chatting about the american election come come next tuesday as well I think that's a, a foregone conclusion, mate. You and I are going to take on the world and we'll do our, our, our own little CNN thing going on here. Maybe we could get some CNN graphics for the back and, you know, that kind of election swoosh thing going on. Can we do that? I mean, it's, it, we, I reckon we, I mean, there's nothing we can't do. I mean, I, I hope you like this fake background of, of absolute rubbish that I've put in at the background. I especially yeah, I like, like the cabinets, mate. They're, they're good. That's a good effect. Where do you, is that? Is that a uh, text in motion thing, or uh, is, no, that, is the flashback idea. radio logo going to come out of that right-hand cupboard in a minute? No, that's that's got thirty years worth of retro computing sort of stashed away in it. There's a Mega Drive in there. There's a Master System. Uh, you can see the PlayStation mm -hmm. Three and Four on top, so it's it, it's all there, definitely. Retro baby, retro. It's uh, it, it, it's 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 what we do here at Flashback. It's retro. But uh, is that, I think is I think the American. Do what? Sorry. What's that sticking up there in the in in the background? 
that is a original Bluetooth doohickey, because that's what they call them, for a PlayStation 3. Is it? Hmm. It's the closest thing I've got to a family heirloom. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, I, think, I, think the American, I think the American election is going to be a lot of fun because we're, we're used to elections over here, which is, I mean, we vote in a very traditional, we do everything really traditional in the UK. We show up to the local school hall and we use uh, one of those betting pencils to put an X in a box. And in America, yeah. there's not only many different ways of voting, they vote, some of them by post, some of them can vote two or three weeks ahead of time. I mean, 70 million people in the States have already voted. So it, it's almost a foregone conclusion already. But as what happened in 2016, of course, <laughs> two million more people voted for email lady than voted for Trump. And yet Trump is still the president. So we're, we're going to hopefully on Tuesday, take our listeners and viewers through how this can be so and, and, and what happens. And uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's going to be a little bit different. Definitely. We, we need to, we're going to try and make sense of the chaos, aren't we? That's, that's, that's the whole idea is to try and make sense of the crazy chaos that is the American election. And you know what? We're not going to get bogged down in the, in the, in the horrible stuff. Uh, we're it's going to be fairly lighthearted. I'll be drinking Jack Daniels for a start. So it will be, it will be very light hearted. Uh, and, um, we will chat you through it. So if you fancy it on Tuesday night next week, then we'll be here for the election. Uh, and we'll go until the last state is announced. Uh, whether we know whether there's a winner or not, who knows, but we may, we may not. Um, I suspect, and I am going to throw a prediction out now that Biden will do it just on a smidgen i reckon just on a, a, a but i think uh, uh, i think donny will throw his dollies out of his pram and will be barricading himself into the white house by wednesday afternoon i pretty much guarantee that well it's, i think that elections are made up of and politics for that matter and the world news is made up of what we used to call kodak moments as in yeah picture postcards that we can remember so think yeah. about years and years ago when maggie thatcher left downing street and had a little cry when tony blair showed up in uh, showed up when he was prime minister for the first time and things can only get better and all that and uh, cameron and clegg doing their holding hands almost in the rose garden at downing street and <laughs> in america thing, things things like ronnie reagan doing the doing the debates and the the whole we got him thing with um when they when they got bin laden um i think the picture postcard that people are looking for is when trump says I i've lost it or i've if he does lose it which the polls are suggesting but of course the polls in 2016 were completely wrong but i think people are looking for that moment where he he, he gets either led out of the white house or <laughs> leaves of his own religion and in a butterfly net come on <laughs> it ain't going to happen tuesday night or wednesday morning i don't think I don't think so, unless he really, because they have to do the conceding thing, don't they, in the States, where they go, oh, I'm really sorry, I'm done. Uh, but I, I, he's, he's never going to make that speech in a million years, is he? He won't be able to help himself but going, it was fraud, it was fraud. All that, all that, my well, Trump impression is terrible, it, by it, the way. Depending on how, you, how technical you want to get with it, the, 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 the whole situation, this is why it will be worth a listen on Tuesday into Wednesday because we'll make it fun, but there's, there's a, a serious kind of point here. 
yes. in that the, the, the Trump supporters, which are the Republican Party, which is one of the two parties in the States, they tend to vote in person uh, more than the, the Democrat people, which is the Biden people. A lot yeah. of them will be voting by post. So when they're doing the actual counting, it will appear probably by about three, four o'clock in the morning, Tuesday into Wednesday, that Trump's actually ahead. And yeah. there's nothing in the Constitution of the United States that says he can't say, right, election's over. That's it. I've won. We're not going to count any more votes because they're all fraud. They're all fake news. Yeah. That, what happens then is uh, we don't know because it's never happened before. That, that I think, is um, something that we are possibly likely to see, aren't we? Uh, if I, I, I hope that, I, listen, I don't know which way it's going to go. I think that, uh, that uh, don't worry, Matt. I can see the uh, the. the I, I'm hoping that it goes the Biden way, just to to give it a bit of light relief for a minute. Um, but I, I, I just Trump is just crazy, man. Anyway, we've got Mr. Mr. Bullock here on the line as well, so we're going to add him to the stream. It's the uh, the three area. The three amigos. All right, Grandad. How are you? How are you? You all right? I'm all right. We're, we're... I was listening in the car to oh, the interview to Pat Sharp, so that sounded great. Yes, uh, thank I just you. Had, I just had something to eat, so I just thought, well, he's obviously getting desperate because he's brought Mr. Gibson on, so I hey, thought I'd better Mr. jump on. <laughs> that's, that's political analysis there, and no extra charge. Was it? No. Yes. It, 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 you know, you're not. It's no. It's, What's it's, going it's, on with your camera? You look like I, I feel like I'm watching Battlestar. Right, okay, I'm on the What's phone. Are you? <laughs> Are you? And you do have a massive book problem as well. I have a massive what problem? What buffering problem? Problem? Do I? You 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 buffering a lot, especially during the Pat Sharp interview. But anyway, it doesn't matter. He was old. Thank God. That's 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 good to know. <laughs> so, what have you been drinking tonight, Matthew? By any no. chance? No, I'm not drinking. At all, it's... Um, is that, uh, is that wine? Is that wine? Oh, man, your camera's... It's Ribena. Okay, that's good. What, but that man, the interview was great, mate. It was, it was really good. Thank you. And I did thank text you, a question. You didn't use it, but it was quite important, the question. You text the question? Where Where did, did you text it to? Oh, I texted it on YouTube. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I've got Facebook questions. Uh, yeah, no, to... I didn't. Say... Wasn't I on there? Oh, uh, I've just seen an interesting one. It was the Joey Exotic one, wasn't it? That's it. Because it came up as Flashback Radio because you are Flashback Radio. I, I was, I'm the, I'm the, the, the oh, is that what was going on? I was I sort of radio the comment, but I thought, the, the station. Well, I'll give him a call and ask him. Um, well, no, it's, it's just something he commented on in The Guardian. Um, not that I read the Guardian. Yeah, yeah, come on, um, you get it delivered. <laughs> no, uh, he just he said that if he grew his mullet back, he'd look like Joey Exotic. That was the thing. Right, I'm with you. Okay, yes. but it was a great show, mate. It's been a great show. It's, it's, it's all down to the production and the producer. It, uh, really. Listen, the producer has done all the hard work here. He's he, he, he's up. He's over there. Uh, he's there. doing all the hard work here, so that's okay. That's good. Then I appreciate it. So and then we, next, don't, we don't want to mention about because he's 
is 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 pressing on the and hold it all together on Saturday when we do the Halloween show. <laughs> Let's talk about talk, talk about the Halloween show. We're, we're, right. That's the next. That's the next big flashback thing now. That's the next thing. So, for those people that are still watching, I haven't nodded off. Uh, this weekend, obviously Saturday being Halloween, thirty first of October, where flashback. Re- Where's he gone? Flashback radio. Uh, Starting a big a lot yeah we're doing a big halloween weekender uh all the presenters two are, are on on saturday um uh, pete gibson myself matt bullet what is going on on that vi- i'm gonna take you're in the green room for making loads of noise what, what are you doing sorry i actually trying to turn the volume up but because my phone was the wrong way around I pressed the uh, button on the other side three times and then did an emergency call. Ah, okay, weird. Um, so, Halloween, all the way through the day from one o'clock in the afternoon, all the way through, all the way through until one o'clock on Sunday morning is some kind of a Halloween-themed event. So, whether it's me whether it's Pete, whether it's uh, Tony Allard, or whether it's DJ Gracie, or whether it's whoever it may be, uh, DJ Illusion's coming on as well. We've got a whole pile of stuff on the radio. Who's DJ Illusion? DJ Illusion. You you don't listen on a Sunday. You don't listen on a Sunday, clearly. Uh, you know, just an illusion. Uh, just an illusion. <laughs> that that thing. Is he followed by just in time? Because he's usually like. Oh my god! <sighs> Please tell me there's a commercial break coming up in a minute. <laughs> uh, this is the thing I can't I, I, I can't produce and appear in in, in this at the same time uh, because <laughs> I'm not quite that clever, but. I, I, I'll put you back in the green room then, Pete, and you can uh, you can go and produce something. No, Pete, don't go. Thank you, Pete. Ah, oh, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone to produce. He looked very serious. He wasn't his normal joyful he, self. He's been busy today, bless him. He's done a lot of work today on the show. He's done loads. So, uh, as I was saying earlier on, we've got a lot going on in the next seven days here on Flashback Radio and uh, on the live streams. We, You've got uh, we've got... Uh, the big Matt Bullock show uh, on, on on New Year's Eve night, I was going to say. Uh, we've, got, we've got the big Matt, Matt Bullock show. It's a Halloween house party, and it is on Saturday, the 31st of October. Matt, tell us what you got going on. We have. Um, I, I don't really want to talk about it, really, but I'll talk. I'll do a little bit. Okay, we've that's fine. Got the, the, the Which Halloween one do you start for the start? So it's that again. What time's it on? What time's oh, it on? Seven o'clock. It starts at seven o'clock. I, I've oh, had okay. a lot of complaints. I'm trying to, I'm trying to put this. Uh, um, so, oh, thank God. Um, uh, so the show starts at seven. Do you want me to talk or not? Or are you can talk over. Yeah, go on. Okay. Go on. Um. I'm just wondering. It's just fine if you want to talk. It's all right. It's cool. So it starts at seven and it's on for an hour. And I've been complaining that we should have had two hours, but I said no because it's too complicated. Um, we have Hold on. cameras. Oh, I said to you, do you want two hours? And you said no. No, I you, don't, so I it's don't you. Want two hours because it's that complicated. I... Okay. 
is anyway. So we've got locked off cameras. Who's saying the one two hours? Haunted houses. Ooh. We're in haunted houses. We're in we're in two haunted houses. Um and we're live. Where are we uh, in lots of Oh, you're gonna let me talk. What? Go on, go, 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 go. Do you think? <laughs> so we're in lock we're locked off cameras in two haunted houses. Um and we're trying to spot ghosts. Obviously, because it's Halloween, uh, we've got lots of Halloween-styled music, which are, uh, are remotely related to Halloween and horror. So that'd be cool. Um, we've got a massive set piece at the start of the show, which is just ridiculous, and I don't know what to do. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a great hour. And why people say you're not doing more than an hour? Watch it first, and then you'll realise there's no way they could have done two hours. There's no way. I've given myself to the to the limit of a 60 minutes worth of entertainment for the whole of the nation. The world! Okay. And so no clues about what the hell is actually happening then on this show, other than two locked-off cameras in, 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 in uh, haunted houses. Where are these haunted houses anyway? I can't tell you that because people will go there if we sell them that. <laughs> they can't go anywhere, yes. can they? No one can go anywhere. We've had meetings. We've had meetings. There's two. There's two houses we've got cameras in. It's going to be great. <sighs> it's it's going to be uh, historic. Remember that? Remember that BBC ghost hunting thing years ago when they, yeah. they had so many complaints because that person hung themselves at the end. That's what it's going to be like. <laughs> oh, Do you remember that show? What was it called? It was only one. <laughs> No, it was no. A mix of watchdog really? And and it was watchdog. And who was the presenter of? Um, who was it now? Peter know this. Peter know this. It was it. It was Nicky called Campbell. Ghost Hunting Live or something. Nicky uh, Campbell. No, it's years That's ago. No, it's not Nicky well, Campbell. I, it was a guy who used to ho used John, to host John watch, Leslie. Watchdog. John Leslie. Say again. John Leslie. No, no, it wasn't John. No, no, it's more. No, it was way before that. It was. It was. Uh, what was that? That girl off uh, BBC Breakfast Time when it first started. You know, when Frank Boff was hosting it. Frank Boff. Do you remember Frank Boff? He died at the weekend. He did. I, hey, listen, I've got no. I, I've got nothing against Frank Boff. Who was the girl who was with him? Hey. Who was the girl that was with him? Who was the, the girl with Frank Boff, Pete? Any ideas? Sarah Green. Possibly Sarah Green. So it was Sarah Green okay. and uh, and um, and another chap who was... Parky did it as well, Mike Smith. Is what Mike Smith. Mike Smith. That's it. Producer. Very clever man. Great. Uh, anyway, they did it. It was a live show and they were supposed to be getting somebody who was going to a haunted house. Uh, and they were, then it was really well done. There was, it was like paranormal activity, and they had BBC cameramen inside there. And the last shot was they went into a room, and the, the, the person who was in there was actually hanging and swinging, and people just thought it was real. <laughs> so that, that and lots of we're going to have that going anyway, on, are we? That's what we're that's what we're emulating for the hour on Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. Well, anyway, thank you so much, uh, Easy. Back on Saturday. Thanks, Matt. That's brilliant of you. Uh, we got, we had just under a minute to go, so that's Matt Bullock. Well, what a show. What a show. Pat Sharp, 
excellent guest absolutely brilliant and make sure you get his book it comes out uh, a week on tuesday so make sure you get that book uh it is uh rerun the fun pat sharp's uh, story of pat sharp's life or something like that. you know you get what i'm saying uh anyway we're nearly done we're nearly out of time here uh, it's only an hour show we're back next tuesday night for the election special and we're back on wednesday with dennis seaton from musical youth thank you so much for listening thank you so much for watching the radio's going but we may stay online for just a little bit longer so uh, thank you for the news is next on flashback radio we'll see you next week bye-bye so we are uh, the the radio's gone now, so we're, we're we're online. So let's have a look at some of these comments. Whether you're on Twitch or whether you're on uh, uh, YouTube or whatever, let's have a look. Uh, uh, John Paul, shout out to all the Sewells. All right, people, how are you? I saw the uh, I saw a few others on there as well. Rachel, regular listener, she's uh, clapping hands. There you go. Thank you, Rachel. Uh, let's see, we've done Claire's, uh, oh, we've done quite a few, uh, the radio's gone now, uh, Tony Bakewell, there we go, hello, big up, Pete, yeah, alright, thank you, mate, uh, let's see, we've done all the rest of them, that's it, well, what a show, thank you so much for everybody, um, for those of you who, who don't know anything about Flashback Radio or anything, it's flashbackradio.co.uk. You can download the app. Uh, um, I'm on on a Friday and on a Wednesday and whenever else I'm on. Uh, and there's a multitude of stuff. If you like your old school dance or a bit of old school hip-hop or old school soul, uh, Ian Rogers, him of Summerfest fame, is uh, on on a Sunday afternoon as well. So uh, we're all here. So thank you so much for watching. This has been late tonight. My name's Pete Sheriff, and I'm going for a lie down. We'll catch you next week, Tuesday night and Wednesday night. We'll see you later.